Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse in a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. And welcome to Where Energy and Medicine Meets. I'm Marie Manucherry. We are live here in Seattle. Unfortunately, a cold Seattle day at the end of August. It was absolutely gorgeous yesterday, Eric, wasn't it? It was, yeah. It was like a, a real summer day. It really felt like... <laughs> and now it feels like the fall. I know. No yep. transition. No Just transition. Bam. We're wearing layers, long sleeves, exactly, socks. <laughs> yeah, we're back to the cold. But you said it's going to get a little bit warmer this weekend. The, this weekend, it's supposed to actually be sunny, but not that much warmer. <sighs> like still in the 60s. Right still in there. the 60s, yeah. So good running weather. If you want to go run, yeah. get several miles under your belt, it's good weather for that. It's perfect for that. <laughs> yeah. Take a bike ride. Take a bike ride, yeah. yeah. And of course, we're very popular here for bike riding. I mean, many. I, I live off of Juanita Drive, and I've seen more back ends of people on bi- bikes than I can count. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a good 80 you know, bikers a day that I see just in my you know, trips around uh, wanting to drive. So Seattle is definitely an area for bike riding. Well, we don't get here. me wrong. We have wonderful falls here, and I, I love do. the fall. It just would be nice. Maybe just a little maybe summer. A little bit of transition <laughs> anyway, you know, yeah. would be good. So I always bring up the weather, Seattle weather, uh, because that's where I am. And I hope that it encourages you to think about your own weather in your area. Get grounded, get in your body, get in the present moment so that we can all have some you know, experiences of consciousness, and that always starts from being in the moment. So that's why I bring it up. And today, it's just me on the radio, as I'm not interviewing a guest, and we're talking about spirit guides, one of my favorite topics, and what I have found out from all my clients and listening to all of you on the radio, it's one of your favorite topics as well. One of my um, most precious books that I've read in my life is called The Seat of the Soul, written by Gary Zukoff. And I read it years ago before I knew that I was going to be an intuitive. I had no idea I was intuitive until I was 37. I started to have some unusual experiences that led me to where I am today. Um, And so I didn't really know if reincarnation was real. I thought it was an interesting idea, but you know, I wasn't really invested in it one way or the other. And I had certainly read that book. I don't know how many times I still read it. Uh, weekly. I I read a passage in that book because it's one of my favorites. And uh, so I thought it was an interesting concept, but it wasn't until I was aware of my intuition that I began to see past lives and actually see spirit guides, which convinced me, at least for me and many other people on the planet, that these experiences are real. So spirit guides are beings who live on the other side in another dimension. I always call it the fifth dimension. We live in the third. The fourth is a place of travel. It's called the astral plane where whoever's on in the fifth dimension, they travel through the astral plane and they come and hang out with us. So spirit guides are beings that you asked before you incarnated, when you were living in the fifth dimension or some other dimension, if you were in a different time-space reality, which is very possible, you decided uh, that you would ask certain people to guide you. And guides are with you from the moment you're conceived into the moment you leave this place. And you ask people that you think are more involved than you. 
Um, so it's not like you're asking your best buddy unless you feel that your best buddy is more e- evolved than you are. And they guide you unconditionally, loving you and cherishing you and helping you as best as they can move towards the direction of your destiny, your life path, your purpose, which, of course, is going to include healing aspects from previous lifetimes, moving into places that bring you great passion, perhaps having a wonderful love in your life, having some uh, a career that feeds your soul. There's multiple, multiple things that you want to accomplish or experience while you're in a lifetime on Earth. And guides are those beings that help direct you. So part of today, I'm going to be reading for you, um, at least my interpretation of your guides, and then helping you kind of connect with them, because that's really important is learning how you can connect with them and get all of that sensory information from them. And uh, so that's what the show's about today. And Eric, it looks like we've already got callers on the line. We do. Our lines are full, in fact. Let's uh, go ahead and talk to our first caller. Let's talk to Shannon, calling from Seattle. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Good. What can I do for you today? Uh, well, I, you pretty much led right into my question, was um, more specifically how to connect to my guides. Right. Um, I called in maybe six months ago, and before I could ask my question, you stopped me and told me that my guides were screaming at me because <laughs> I wasn't listening. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I'm glad. <laughs> um, and, and so I feel like I've been more conscious in asking specific questions, and, um, you know, I've always really wanted to see them, and sure. I'm working on letting go of wanting to see them so much and just trying to experience whatever way they want to communicate with me. Um, and so I'm just, I'm wondering, I'm wondering just what you're getting from them or, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, I commend you on letting go of how it has to happen because many times the way that will work for you is going to make you so happy anyway, you don't care, you know, Right. right. And seeing doesn't mean that, you know, in other words, if, if you find out that you have this great auditory ability with your guides, which is really important, it doesn't mean that you couldn't develop the clairvoyance. So, yeah, letting go is hugely important. So congratulations. That's a, that's, that's a big deal. Here's what I'm going to ask you to do. You have a really nice crown chakra. It's quite large. It's probably about, oh, maybe six miles in length. So it's a really big vortex. It tells me that you have a strong spiritual connection, although I know you're working on trust. You know, you're working yeah. on trusting the universe, which really means trusting yourself. That's what it really means to me. So when I look at your crown chakra, if you could go to an area that's about five feet above the top of your head when you're focusing on connecting with your guides or any aspect of insight, I would go to like, imagine like it's this beautiful ball floating above your crown chakra. And I would I would go there and kind of sense it about five feet above your head and see if that helps you feel more of your connection okay. to the universe. Um, and also, I don't know, I don't get this when I hear your voice, because, um, you know, listening, hearing people speak um, is helpful for me as well when I'm looking at intuition. But when I look at your energy system, do you ever get bored here on Earth? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think you're thinking about, mm, not going to be coming here too many more times. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's part of your process here is, you know, yeah, okay, this place is good. I've had some interesting experiences, but eh. You know, maybe a few more lifetimes and you're going to be uh, having experiences outside of the earth realm. Mm. Yeah. So I'd practice on this beautiful ball about five feet above your head. And what I'm also being shown is that instead of grounding first, and you certainly can ground first before you do this exercise, 
ground again once you have that connection to the ball, just like maybe even Uh, see golden light moving through your feet into the earth. That's going to help you a lot, kind of sync up the the tide line, so to speak, or the tie line, as they call it in radio. So it'll just kind of um, sync it up for you. That's great. Yeah, and keep me posted. I want to know how it works. Thank you. I will. Are you getting any clear messages for me, something that I should think about? Well, they are telling me that you are improving in your connection. They said, though, many times you're disappointed with the information. It's like you want different information. <laughs> and, and what I would recommend doing is celebrate the information that you get. It's, it's, that doesn't mean that that's all there is. It's just that if you are disappointed with what it is, it's like they're not that, you know, they're not going to keep showing you stuff because you need to learn to get comfortable with what they sh- showed you because that has something to do with your soul as well. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, lower your expectations a tad for a little bit, <laughs> for just a little bit. And because there's a reason for why you need to accept whatever's coming through. And, and okay. I know it's not negative because that's not how the universe communicates, but somehow it's not enough for you. Yeah. So, yeah. So learn to love what you have and what you're experiencing so that you can have more. Great. Okay. Thanks so much. <laughs> you're welcome. Have a wonderful day. You too. Take care. Alrighty, bye bye. All right, now let's talk to Laura calling from California. Hey, Laura, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you. What can I do for you? I had something interesting happen to me yesterday, and I thought it was kind of fun, and I wanted to share it with you since you're the chakra lady. But um, <laughs> going down um, into meditation, I had a vision, and my um, third eye is open, but I still see beings on the other side as wispy, sort of. Um, blue, gray, or black and white, um, and they kind of move like you would see a reflection in the pond. Uh-huh. But um, anyway, I saw this, um, what I think is a woman, over my third chakra, and she seemed to be holding a stone and crumbling it, and it looked like gold glitter was falling from it into my solar plexus. Beautiful. And, well, yeah, and I just, usually when I see stuff, it's usually my guides communicating with me through symbolic sight, but this felt more like she was doing something to me. So I just kind of wanted your view on that. Yeah, well, I think it's very symbolic, and it certainly could be that she was bringing more light into your solar plexus. It also felt like to me that maybe some self-love techniques that you're using are kicking in, and she's acknowledging that symbolically to you, since that's the chakra that's all about self-love. So that's what it feels like to me. It could be a combination of those things. But yeah, I think it's a really good sign. I think it's oh, a great good. sign. Yeah, yeah. And you know what they're saying is that it's important for you to not question things so deeply. <laughs> yeah, just like enjoy the experience. I mean, who wouldn't want to have, at least, you know, people I know anyway, some gold magical fairy dust um, dropping into your solar plexus, you know? Mm-hmm. So maybe stop trying to overanalyze. Uh, um, although I appreciate the question and I know our listeners do as well, but just in your regular day-to-day experiences, just enjoy it, you know, and have fun with it, play with it. You can actually get more information if you're playful with your experiences and your visions. Okay. So, so that's what I would recommend. But yeah, that's that's a beautiful one. Thank you. You're well, welcome. I just your input on that. Have a lovely day. Thank you. You too, Laura. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. For a second, I was worried that was my mom. Cause, really? <laughs> yeah, my mom's name is Laura, and she lives in California. Oh, Eric. Okay, well, we got to get your mom on the phone one of these days. One of these days, yeah. <laughs> let's, That's adorable. Now let's talk to Michelle calling from Seattle. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Hello? 
Or maybe not. Let's not talk to Michelle <laughs> calling from All Seattle. Right. Maybe she'll call back and we'll talk to her. Okay. Let's go back down to California and talk to Julia. Hi, Julia. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Great. I bet you're having wonderful weather in San Francisco. You know, it's been really hot the last few days, and today it's kind of gray again. Oh, but really? Yeah. It's kind of nice, Just though, like it's really hot on Tuesday. We're always really hot on Tuesday. See, I was thinking maybe Eric and I should move the show down to California. What do you think? <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> we could at least, you know, try it for a few days. You know, do a remote. Why not? Vacation. Right. Yeah, get a vacation and maybe get some sun on our faces. Yeah, yeah. that's lovely. What can I do for you? Yeah, I just wanted to um, know about my guides and what they look like, if you could see any of them, and if they have a message for me. Sure. I can see your guides. In, in my, per my perception, you have 11, and 11 is mm-hmm. a really lucky number. And, mm-hmm. and so that means you're probably a lucky person. You know, that okay. good things happen to you. And if for some reason you think you're not, then I would re- reevaluate that. I would look at it and go, oh, you might just go, oh, my gosh, I really am lucky. Okay. You know, if, and if you uh-huh. compare with other people or their life circumstances. So you have 11 guides. Mm-hmm. Did, did something celebratory happen in your life recently? Um, um, with my job, I, I got something cleared up about last week. Mm-hmm. And, and it was a good, I mean, a really good thing because your guides seem like they're yeah. celebrating. Yeah, I've I've been working a lot on um, doing more communication and advocating for myself. So, wow. so um, I did that, and then I got what I wanted at work. So that was good. Yay! Yay! Yeah. So in these eleven guides, about eight of them are look like men to me. So that means mm-hmm. you have more male energy probably than the uh-huh. average woman, which mm-hmm. is a great thing. And so the fact that you're learning to speak your truth and be more empowered is going to help you align to those eight guides more effectively. Okay. That could uh-huh. be one of the reasons why you have eight male kind of gender feeling um, guides so that you would move into that type of energy, feel more comfortable okay. with it and confident. And then the women that I'm seeing, uh, th- the women that I'm seeing, they're, they're very kind of uh, sexy is how I would describe mm-hmm. it. And that means you need to be a little bit more, you know, sexy, yeah. <laughs> okay. you know, like turn on that female energy and charm, you know, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So that's what it means. Maybe take a belly dancing class, you know, uh, maybe, I don't know, I'm not saying go outside naked, but maybe wear, you know, a shorter skirt, not too short, you know, perhaps. It is San Francisco. I think she'd probably get away with that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And Eric's all for it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, just kind of bring in some of that more sensual feminine energy because that's very powerful too. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I'm recommending. Okay. So that's their information for me is to get sexier (laughs) (laughs) at least the female uh when i look at the female because i when i look at you that's not how i would describe you right when i look at your energy i'm like and no she's more reserved conservative Mm -hmm. and then i look at your female guides and they're whipping it up you know you know (laughs) they're just a lot freer with their bodies and all of that so i believe our guides are always in in their personality traits or at least from the experience that i have from them what they're showing me and you when they're in your energy system is what they think would help you be more of the whole being that you are, incorporate okay. more of yourself. And this okay. isn't about being manipulative with energy, which is not within your realm, by the way. You're just you're not like that. You have high integrity. This is about being free to be a woman and be sensual, regardless of what people think about that. It isn't you know, we have old history where if a woman acted sensual, then she mm-hmm. was considered not it wasn't good, right? 
But that's right. a normal part to be dancing with one's own sensual energy is healthy. It's a very okay. powerful energy. Okay. okay. Okay, good. Maybe take um, some kundalini yoga, you know, something okay. like that, or get a book on kundalini and study it and read up on it. I think it would be really helpful for you. Okay. All right? All right. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Now let's go to Chicago and talk to Alana. Hi, Alana. How are you? Hi, Marie. Fine. Thank you. Good. Great. How's the weather in Chicago? Oh, well, it's a little cool today. We're in the 70s, but we had, we, it was, it's been such a hot summer. 70s are fine right now. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it has. The humidity is a little bit higher there than I think here. So, right. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what can I do for you today? Well, um, I'm going through a lot of things right now, a lot of changes, a lot, and yet some things are still a little stagnant. And I've um, been working, I think, with my guides, um, you know, little hits of intuition now and then come through that don't seem like it comes from me. And I'm wondering if there's a way to tell what I should be working on now. What is my next step? Mm -hmm. What should I be doing? Mm -hmm. Well, you are a very, you know, go for it type person. You're, You're not someone who just idly sits around and doesn't get a lot done. Is that true? Pretty much. Not not 100%. I used to be, but I, I've slacked off lately. <laughs> well, I think the slacking is actually healthy for you. You know, I think being uh-huh. on at a full run, um, you know, throughout the day isn't exactly very healthy. It's really hard to be in the present moment when you go, 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 go. And and lists are generally about future tasks. You know, they're not about being in the moment. So I like that you've kind of lowered that down. I really do. Um, are you working right now? No, are you employed? I'm not. Is that something you want to do? I, well, yeah, I, I need the income. Um, the, the jobs that I've been doing lately just aren't producing, so that's why I'm not working. They're just, I'm, I'm just not getting, I work for myself, and I just haven't been getting uh, clients. Uh-huh. And, and do, you uh, mind, so, do you mind telling us what you do? Well, I, I've done some uh, real estate investing, uh-huh. and then when that kind of hit the skids, I picked up being an uh, independent jewelry rep. Oh, fine. And um, that's just isn't working out either. Right. Working on your own is actually really good for you. You're, you're very, very good at that. I mean, you know, it's, it's, you like it, you like the freedom and all of those good things. And, and again, you have a lot of energy to get stuff done. So it's not like you need someone to organize your day for you. Um, so I like that part of it. Have you ever thought about writing? Um, I have written in the past Uh and I've gotten published articles. Uh Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you thought about writing more than an article, like a book? Well, you know, I, it, lately this summer, I keep getting all these these hits about writing, writing, and I don't know what to write about. Okay, well, well, first of all, congratulations on recognizing your insight that writing's important for you. Congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. And what I think um, about writing is that you need to write about something that's very passionate for you. So maybe spend a couple of days just writing down topics that are passionate for you. you know, uh, I don't care what they're about. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. What matters is what's passionate for you. And that's what's also going to attract a readership to you is if you write something passionately, you know, that comes from your own passion, then people are attracted to that. So I'd spend a couple of days just, you know, writing down some potential topics that you would be interested in writing. And also there's this fear that you have in your body because I can actually feel it as I talk about you becoming a published author in terms of a book, even though I know that's not how you would normally describe yourself. But I do think there is this fear of success. I do. Mm. I, and I know that you want it and you work hard at it, but I do think there's a fear of success. Um, so I would look at your self-worth regarding that. Okay. 
Yeah, and evaluate, you know, kind of evaluate if, the, if that's true for you. If you go inside and you notice there is this lack of self-worth regarding success, then perhaps create some mantras like, I'm an incredibly successful person and it feels fantastic. While you're looking in the mirror, do some soul mirror work, make direct eye contact and, and say some positive things that, that you just need to convince yourself about. Yeah, that's what I would do. But yeah, I get book, 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 book. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, and I have started making a list. And, oh, and the things that I find that I'm really passionate about, I know nothing about. <laughs> well, maybe that's part of it is doing research. You know, yeah. I didn't know yeah. anything about energy medicine, and it is a huge part of my life. So many people, when they discover their natural talents, or part of this divine purpose they have inside of themselves, they don't need to study a lot of it. They just innately understand it. So I would pay attention to those ones that you have the most passion about and just do a little investigation. You might be really surprised by what you know about it. Okay. Okay. And can you tell how many guys I have with me? Yeah, it looks like you have seven. Um, So seven, you know, is a highly spiritual number, and people who have seven guides generally need to maintain a spiritual practice. It's like without it, it makes it challenging for you. Have you noticed that? Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I would recommend. And, and sometimes there's even this, you know, this feeling, not not all people who have seven guides, but many of them, it's like, well, okay, if there's spirituality, then all of this should be working out. And so sometimes they dump the spirituality off track for a little bit, and then they end up coming back to it. But spirituality... It's, it's just really about the journey of one's soul and really okay. learning to have an intimate relationship with oneself. Okay. Okay? Great. Thank you. Yeah, have a great day in Chicago. Okay, thanks. Have right. a great day. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, let's head back over to the Emerald City and talk to Michelle <laughs> in Seattle. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Hi, good. Um, I have many uh, kind of work career options open to me that I could pursue, but I'm in a stage of feeling that any action step is futile. Yeah. Really? I How have... come? <laughs> well, that's what I'm asking you or my guys. <laughs> right. Um, it's just a, a feeling of just paralyzed F- yeah, or like yeah. deer in the headlights. Or yeah. Yeah, I understand what that. What do I do? Right. As soon as I heard your voice, before I heard your entire you know question or comment, my thought was that it would be important for you to work on your frequency, your vibration, because you, your consciousness has reached a certain point of awareness, which is really great. It's, it's a nice elevation of consciousness. I really, really enjoy it. But it's like your body hasn't caught up to the frequency. So it's almost like your body's vibrating in a different realm of where your awareness is. And so it can be really hard to get centered and balanced in your own self when you're you know, vibrating at different frequencies that don't really match up. Do you know okay. what I mean? Sort of. I'm, act, I'm, what I'm thinking is that's the deer in the headlights. Yeah, right. right, right. And, and yet consciously you know that that's not real, that's an illusion. You have strong spiritual beliefs, but yet your body's vibrating and, oh my God, the world's coming to an end. <laughs> so what we want to do is get your cells and your DNA, the subatomic particles that are part of the physical reality of your body to vibrate closer to your awareness. So it's going to be very important when you are in negative thinking, critical thinking, self-critical thoughts, that you stop your mind and think of something unrelated that allows you to feel happy. And then feel happy for 17 seconds. If you drop the happy feeling during that time, start all over again. You want that feeling of happiness to be consistent for 17 seconds. 17 seconds of feeling happiness will erase 
thousands of hours of negative thinking and will start to shift the, the frequency of your cells and your DNA and your body to vibrate more at where your awareness is so that you're on the same plane so that you can take action or feel confident about the next step that you take. Your guide said that you've actually um, have been through a lot over the last several years and that they're very proud of you for coming out of it whole. <laughs> okay. And um, and they, they they would love to have you, of course, what we're talking about, vibrate in this place where you're more whole, again, from a subatomic area, not just from survival, but from a sub- subatomic area. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, so, okay. so all So that in-between place of being stuck, I feel like I have you know, one hand on that future vision and then another hand on the current worries. Right, and, right. And then it's a place where, if I let go, <laughs> right, I right. can't let go. Well, you know, that's very important because what we feel is what we're creating. So that's the, that's the hard part when your mind knows something different, but you're still emotionally feeling the place of old creativity, how you used to manifest and create, yet yet your awareness has moved in another direction, but how you feel, how your body emotionally feels is how we manifest. So it's really important to get your body vibrating where your mind thinks now so that you're all on the same page. And this is why you have ups and downs. One minute you could be, ah, the next minute you're crashed. Mm -hmm. And that's really hard on your body as well. You know, so we want to get your emotional system vibrating to what you believe in now, what you believe to be true. Okay, so it's okay. just the 17 seconds. The 17 seconds. seconds. And that's an Esther and Jerry Hicks tool. They have about four books written on manifesting. And so I'm sure you could find many other tools that they have in their CDs and uh, their books. Okay. So that could be really helpful. Okay. Okay. And, and then how many guides are there? Um that's I a do good hear question. them. They make me laugh. <laughs> good, good. I think you have five. I think you have five guides. Okay. One very strong female and four male type energies. Okay. All right? Thank you. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Okay. And so I want to thank everyone for who's calling. We're going to be go right back to the phone lines, but we're going to take a break here on Marie Manu Cherry Show. Become a Reiki Master the weekend of September 10th, 11th, and 12th at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. This two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop is open to all levels of experience and will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. You will learn to move energy within the body by practicing on other workshop participants. Marie will be your instructor, guiding you with her own symbolic sight and providing knowledge of energy medicine. Take this opportunity to fulfill your dreams of becoming your very own certified Reiki master. You will receive attunements during deep meditation that will allow you to practice Reiki at the master level and information on the laws that govern professional practice in Washington State. Enrollment is limited. Please call 425-825-5671 or visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, for more details. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. 
For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. The Gary Mann Show, it's the home of mastery and mystery. Psychic medium and attorney Mark Anthony returns at 7 p.m. Sunday, blending his knowledge of both man-made and metaphysical laws. Sounds like part Matlock, part medium. Then at 8 o'clock, Sherry Winston very carefully discusses her book, Women's Anatomy of Arousal, Secret Maps to Buried Pleasure. Gary, FCC calling on line one. Psychics and sex on The Gary Mance Show, Sunday at 7 p.m. Pacific. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to find out. Become Marie's friend on Facebook or follow her on Twitter. Sign up for Marie's free newsletter. Each month, she writes an in-depth article and responds to Dear Marie questions. Email Marie if you'd like your question to be answered in an upcoming edition. Schedule a private session with Marie if you'd like to talk with her one-on-one. It'll be a healing experience that you'll garner great insight from. For more information, visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, or call 425-825-5671. More talk, less rock. Come on, that's a good thing. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to the Marie Manucherry Show. We are live here in Seattle. I'm Marie. And I just want to talk about spirit guides before I go right back to the phone lines. Uh, one of the fun and interesting things I find about spirit guides, even my own, b- believe it or not, just because you're intuitive doesn't mean you always listen to your guides. Uh, I see that um, many, many times guides are going, okay, turn right, turn right, go right. That's where everything is. Go right. And you can hear them. You can feel them. You know that's what they're telling you. Are you sure that's not your GPS? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that in my car. Oh, okay. I got to upgrade my car so I can get that. Yeah, but it's the same thing. You've got the spirit guide GPS. Absolutely. So that's just as good, right? And so do you. Everyone has that spirit guide GPS. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, they're telling you to go right, and then we turn left. Mm-hmm. And so your guides are in all this preparatory phase to move you in the right direction. And then you turn left, and they go, okay, everybody, she's going left, or he's going left. Because one of the things that guides do is they unconditionally love us. That's their job. Yeah. So no matter what you choose, your free will is always a sacred experience in the universe. But it really makes life easier if you happen to listen to your guides and follow their direction to see if it actually works. And most of the time it does. So like the GPS, they say recalculating. (laughs) Exactly. They recalculate and they go in the direction of your will. Yeah, it's a, a wonderful thing. So who else do we have on the phone lines? Well, let's head to the eastern side of the state and let's talk to Pam in Spokane. Hi, Pam. How are you? Hi, yippee. I'm happy. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for doing this show. Oh, and I love welcome. your sense of humor, too. I mean, I love that you do this work and it's not all like heavy and significant. <laughs> yeah. But it, I mean, you know, I'm just learning more about all of this and been thinking a lot about guides and talking to one that I'd gotten a name from in a reading, and but just want more input about that. I've been trying to clear old patterning that was very heavy and yeah, um, just, you know, trudge. Right. Well, <laughs> no joy and move into joy in this life. I feel like that's my transformation. And I couldn't but, agree more, Pam. That's fantastic. Congratulations. Because, you know, at the end of the day, what do we have? Happiness. Yeah. Know? Happiness. Yeah. Well, and I can see why it, ha- you know, it may have been a challenge in the past because you have a really strong connection to past lives. And, you know, the earth plane 
isn't the happiest plane in the universe. You know, it's not the most conscious either. Uh, it's kind of a low vibrational planet. And just, you know, imagine what the medieval times were, you know, even less fun, you know, all over the globe, not just, you know, in certain parts of the world now where it's really difficult to, you know, have a lot of consistent happiness. And so you you have a tendency because you're very, very sensitive. I wouldn't be surprised if you had a lot of water and some air in your astrological chart, but you mm-hmm. see, you're very sensitive. And so, yeah, I, I love that you're kind of letting go of holding on to the old feelings yeah. and moving into the present moment. And wow, I live in North America. It's a wonderful time to be a woman. This is a great century to live in North America. You live in one of the most beautiful and liberal parts of the country as well. So, um, so it's a very fortunate thing. Yeah, yeah, I feel like there's something about being a woman and helping to rebalance in this time, and, and yet there's all this old, heavy stuff. Right. Otherwise, I want an exorcism like a nap already. <laughs> How do we clear that out of my being so I can lighten up? <laughs> well, actually, I think I, I have a tool for you. You know, as, as everyone calls in, some people I'm able to look at their energy system and see an area in their org field that if they focus on it, it's going to help their intuition. I didn't see it with everyone t- so far today, um, but I am seeing it with you. And, and when I see these multiple parts that connect to one, like the first caller, I saw this ball above her head. It tells me that you're right. a little, little complicated because you have to go to multiple places first before you move out to this ball that's actually behind you and kind of a little bit up through the back of your neck. So if you start in your, there's, oh, I, I guess there's five points actually on your spine and the spine is about will. And so that's what you're working on is aligning your will towards fun and joy and freedom versus responsibility, which is what I you know sense from you. And so if you um, start in your lower spine, kind of in the lumbar area, go just below your bra, just above your bra, um, just right at the uh, base of the neck before you hit cervical vertebrae and then the center of your cervical vertebrae. And so these, you know, four points, it's four or five, I don't know, you know, pay attention to what I said. And then kind of notice like grid lines coming off of every single one of those points that move. They, I wish I could draw it for you, but they all connect. And then, uh, so they leave that space and then connect outside of your back where they all form to one and then they scoop up towards your neck. So behind your neck is a ball about three feet, a little up from your your neck. So kind of like a, a wisp. Oh, I know this sounds very complicated. I'm so sorry if I'm making it complicated. But that's what I love for you to do. If you can just get into your back in those areas, kind of follow some dots, connect the dots off of yeah. your spine, and then let all the dots come together to form a line that wisps up behind your neck. That's where your point of intuition is for you. Okay. Because I always felt like the neck was kind of a gateway for me ah. between my will and thy will, like to merge. Well, you're kind right. Of the finite and the infinite or something. You're right. You're absolutely right. That when that right. let go, that things could really come together. Well, I think what will happen is as you have an insight or an idea of what you want to do and you start to get confused or slightly off track or you're, you're scary thoughts come in or whatever, you can just hook up to this pathway that you actually already knew existed, which I love that about people, uh, then you'll be able to hear the voice of wisdom that's going to lighten up whatever you maybe was holding you back. Wow. Okay. And anything about spirit guides for me? Well, well, that is, I think that's a direct message from your spirit guides. It's like they feel like you're ready for this. It's like no more playing back and forth. Let's just get yeah. hooked up to your inside and let's get moving. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. 
Yeah, you too. All right, bye. Bye-bye. All right, back to Seattle to talk to Maya, or is it Mia? Oh, Maya. 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 Great. Hi, Maya. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. What can I do for you today? Well, I was wondering if um, about my guides and if they particularly had any insight about the relationship with me and my mother. Ah, and is your mother living? Yeah. Okay. Is she sick? Um, not that I know of. Has she had some chronic illnesses in her life? Um, I don't think so. Hmm. Does she have a history of depression? Yeah, I think that kind of runs on both sides of my family. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say she's like the, well, I think she's happy, but I think she has a lot of sadness that she never really dealt with. Uh There's a lot of gray energy around your mother. I mean, really, first, I wasn't even sure if she was in a body or not. So she has a lot of heavy gray energy. And so she's living and she doesn't have any serious illnesses and no chronic ones um, and maybe some depression. So I would say at least, yeah, there's depression, but just this heavy energy. And, yeah. and, and maybe the way, the reason why I'm being shown that so significantly, like it just won't go away. Like if she came to see me for a private session, I'd, I'm sure I'd send her to a naturopath to get a bunch of tests to make sure that there isn't some stuff happening under the lid, so to speak. But this is what makes it difficult to have a relationship with. You know, because you got to fight through that heavy energy, which means to me, since it's not health related that we know of, right, which is great. That's wonderful. Is that she's highly defended. You know, that means your mom has a lot of defense mechanisms. So Mm -hmm. that means she's going to be unpredictable. Right. She may not always be honest. And not that, not that, you know, I'm not saying that she's a big liar, but maybe not honest with herself. So how can she be honest with you? And then the part that's coming to me really strong now that I've really hooked into her is that, um, She's not complimentary. You know, like if you say something that's even helpful for her, she's just going to blow it off. And even if she decides to partake in it, she's not going to say thank you later on. So it's a challenging relationship. And what I would love for you to do, I think the most important to recognize about this is that your mother is very defended. That means that she's wounded and we all are wounded. We all have wounds, but perhaps she hasn't worked on them and maybe they're really heavy for her than perhaps the average person. And what I would work on for you is not working so hard to make this relationship work. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like, let whatever works, which I think is going to be superficial and kind of minimal, not very mm-hmm. deep. Let that be enough. And because okay. I think you're just going to get, feel like you're slapped in the face. Right. Right. And I think you've been slapped enough and it's energetic. It's not physical. You know, she's not slapping you in the face, but it's going to feel that way. And um, so that's what I would do. You know, one of the things that I, um, you know, some people think is a unique way to look at it. I think it's just a normal way to look at it, but that uh, you've had multiple mothers, you know, reincarnating on earth. You've had multiple mothers and our DNA doesn't mean that these are our real family. Our real family are people who understand us, adore us, cherish us, are cheerleaders for us, and we are the same thing for them. And when you have people in your lives who you share DNA with and they're not that for you, I, would, I don't recommend anyone invest a lot into the relationship. That's okay. just my, my personal thought. You get to do whatever you want because you have free will. Right. Right? Well, that seems like the... Uh really logical, easy option, which I wouldn't <laughs> mind taking, but it's kind of, it's hard to accept sometimes like, oh, this is all I'm going to get, you know, ah. like this is all that's there. And yeah. I think I 
you know, wish there was some a different kind of relationship, but I don't think that's in my control at all. Well, I loved what you said because I think that's what a lot of people feel, um, you know, what they want in terms of their parents or their siblings or their partners. And it, and if it's not there and it's not going to be there and it's never been there, right, right. Um, then probably this is an indicator that you need to nurture yourself. You yeah. Because we choose people to relate with who are going to evoke within us something that we need to heal. And so yeah. I would spend more time nurturing yourself, and then I don't think it will hurt so much the lack of nurturing that you receive from your mother and the rest okay. of your family, from what I can see. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. You got it. Okay? Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great day. Oh, could I ask you about guides, too? Just, I mean, if you, who they are, if I have certain numbers. Yeah, I've not seen an actual number. I'm focused on your primary guide who's standing right next to you, kind of yelling at you. It's a male, or he looks like a man to me. I always see guides and people on the other side as if they're in human form. That's how they always show themselves to me. And he's yelling at you right in your ear, your left ear. Have you been having any ringing in your ear or stuffiness in your ear or anything like that? Yeah, a lot of, sometimes it comes on the right ear, but... Mm. um well, he's at your left here, and what, when you have that kind of experience, it means you're not listening. Uh-huh. So I would definitely listen. You know how when I was talking to you about your mom, you went into that place of sadness about it, like you don't want to hear that. It makes you sad, but you know that it's true. Right. Right. That's where I think a lot of information for you is with your guides, is through that sadness. Like, you know, there's certain things you don't want to hear. You want it to be different, but yeah, you're asking for advice, but then you don't want it to be that kind of advice. So I, I, if it brings up sadness, I would just go to that sadness because you'll get the wisdom inside of that sadness that will allow you to the opportunity to have a different perception. So is it? It's, it's how do, is there a way to ease more easily get around the sadness? Because I think the, <laughs> the acceptance is fun, but the sadness is hard to just not feel that. You mm-hmm. know, is there any advice? Well, I think if you can recognize that the sadness is a response and it's uh-huh. not the whole story and that if you if you allow yourself to be in there while asking for a new perception, I think then then the situation can lighten up. Okay. But, but avoiding the sadness in your case isn't going to help. It's like you need to be there and face the way it is and then ask for a new perception. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. Okay. You too. All righty. Bye-bye. And if you want to call into the show, you can at 425-373-5527 or toll-free at 877-825-8828. Now back to our calls. We've got Suzanne on the line from Bothell. Hi, Suzanne. How are you? Hello, Marie. Hi. You know, I listen to your show almost every week, and I'm really glad that you're going to be on twice a week. Oh, thank you. And and are already. Thank um, you. And, I, you know, I was just jumping up and down when you were talking about spirit guides. I said, I want to know about my spirit guides. <laughs> I got co- very excited about your topic. Oh, thank you, Suzanne. You are so sweet. Thank you so much. Um, well, so you want to know how many you have? Yeah. Or, right? You have anything. Anything you can tell me. I love this topic. You are so sweet. And for the, I recognize your voice. And for those of you who don't, this is Suzanne from the Gary Mance Show. This is very exciting. Gary and I both listen every week to I your show. I know. You 
guys are so sweet. You are loyal listeners. I, I still get surprised, you know, because you'll call me and go, we just listened to your show. We were, we were in the parking lot, but we we listened anyway. So uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And you know what? I get something out of every caller. I'm As I'm listening today, with every response that you're giving to every person, there's a nugget of gold there for me, too. And I just, I love your readings. I just think you are the greatest. Oh, well, you're very kind. Thank you so much. So it looks like, and I don't know if I've read for you for guides or not, but it looks like you have... No. Okay. It looks like you have nine guides. Ooh. Yeah. And so nine is that completion number again. You know, it's uh-huh. it's like you're getting close to, oops, I don't know if I'll be coming back to Earth again. You know, and, and you will. I mean, you probably have five or, you know, some number, but not a very large number that you're going to continue to come back to Earth for. And but nine is always an indicator to me that you're like starting to slow that down, you know, (laughs) starting to get starting to go. Yeah, the earth is interesting, but hmm, yeah, I'm kind of sick of war and violence. Yeah, I kind of don't want to listen to that anymore because outside of the earth plane, there are many, many other dimensions. Most of them are very etheric. We don't have a lot of physical realities outside of the earth plane. And the word war isn't a common, you know, word in other dimensions vocabulary or it completely does not exist. So so that could be one of the reasons why you're going, yeah, I'm getting out of here. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and what your guides tell me is that they, they say that you've done a lot of work recently on your insight, your instincts, like you're feeling things in your physical body about what to do next. Is that true? Oh. <laughs> it, uh, it, <laughs> I guess, yeah, it could be. I've been doing a lot of physical things lately, mm. a lot of working out almost every day, swimming and walking and wow. working out on machines. Wow, that's amazing. And, um, and some decluttering mm. so that um, I, I'm feeling like I want to um, release things. Right. That, that's what it's feeling like. Right. Well, decluttering is always a good sign that there's new stuff around the corner, always. Whenever I clean out a closet in my house or my garage, which I recently did, I'm always like, ooh, what's around the corner? Something new is coming into my life. So when I say the physical, I didn't mean about working out, but maybe it's helping you to be more in tune with your body because if you're working out, there's a few more aches and pains or a few more tight muscles that, that are nice. Like, oh, good, that's tightening up, you know? Right. Um, so I would look more for a pressure in your chest or... Pain, well, like muscles in my back. Yeah, I, I wouldn't think of it yeah. as pain, more as pressure, pressure or something that's trying to get you, your insight into. I mean, some people do feel pain initially as they're getting close to allowing their body to speak to them. But, it, you know, if, if that's true, it's going to, you know, fade away. So I would kind of pay attention to a pressure in your chest or even a pressure like your shoulder being pushed down uh-huh. or a hand pushing up against your abdomen. Or maybe someone knocking gently on top of your head. Look for more subtle experiences that aren't so, you know, tightly um, physical. Okay. Right. And, and and then once you notice that, go into that area and literally ask: Is there something that you want to share with me? Is there something you love for my awareness to have? Okay. That's what I would do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. There's something you want to share with me. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. just wait and see how that answer shows up. Huh? Absolutely. It could happen immediately. It could definitely happen immediately. It could happen through a song during the day. It could happen through okay. someone else saying something to you. And what your guides are telling me is they say that you have a, a little bit of a need because you're like this inner cr- critic. And I know you're a good editor. So you have this inner critic and they're saying try not to critique the material, no matter how silly it sounds or wacky or unrealistic, just sit with it for a little while. 
you know, do your best not to critique it because the the real um, gist of the information, sometimes it takes a while to flower, especially if you're wanting to edit it. Okay. Okay? I love that. Thank okay, you so yeah. much. Keep me posted on how that works. I will. Thanks, Suzanne. All right. Bye now. Bye-bye. All right. Now let's move on to Jean calling from Whidbey Island. Hi, Jean. How are you? Hello. Jean? All right. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll see if we can uh, find out uh, if Jean is there. And let's talk to Alice in Maple Valley for the time being. Okay. Hi, Alice. How are you? Hi. I'm doing great. Thanks. Great. I love your energy, by the way. Oh. <laughs> I do. You are this one of the sweetest people on the planet. You are just a really sweet person. So if you ever think the opposite of yourself, because there's a reason why your guides are having me tell you this right now, <laughs> or you doubt your kindness and your compassion, maybe remember my words today that come directly from your guides. You are such a sweet individual, and I don't think I actually know you, do I? Um, yes. I do. So um, I... Actually, I brought my daughter to see you. Ah. I think it's been a couple of weeks now. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. But I haven't worked on you, or have I? No. No. Okay. Well, you are wonderful. You are just lovely, lovely. Your daughter's very lucky to have you. <laughs> Seriously, you. you're welcome. So what's your question? Um, I wanted to find out how many guides I have. Sure. And- and what are they trying to say to me? you got a lot going on with your guides right now. So if you if you feel at all that your life is a little boring, I'm going to ask you to reevaluate that because you have a lot going on with guides. So currently, at this moment, you have about 32 guides. That's a lot. Oh. You normally carry 22, so you're probably a fortunate person. 11, 22, 8, those are like fortunate numbers in the universe. So, you know, I'd kind of evaluate your life if you're thinking that's not true, but I bet you are a lucky person in many ways. It could be financially, friends, safety, health, you know, it could be one of those things or multiple of those things. And usually when you have a number like 11, 22, or 8, it's going to be more than one thing, you know, because that's what luck is kind of about. And so you have 32 right now, so that means you got 10 more recently uh, because things are changing in your life and you need new guides. And most likely the things, the way they're changing are different than what your normal 22 guides currently have a lot of information about. So they're calling in a support group. (laughs) So you've got 10 new guides, so 32 altogether. And you also have an archway behind you. It's been open for three months. It's going to be open for a total of 18 months. So you've got 15 more months of an archway. Do you know what an archway is? No, I don't. Okay. So about seven feet behind you, Part of the third dimensional space has opened up and it looks to me like a golden arch, like half of the McDonald's golden arch. And it's about 50 feet tall, 20 feet wide. And in in the arch, the third dimensional space has been peeled back and light from other dimensions. That means information, wisdom, insight, just all kinds of light is now bearing on you, just you know, hitting you, these beautiful beams of light, helping you gain whatever you need that your soul wants to achieve during this uh now 15 month time period so you're in a big place of change yeah big have you noticed any change yet because they already told me that you haven't is that true um i haven't yeah right you so you haven't noticed any change so i would start looking around at what inspires you what what are you interested in you know start looking at your friends your family because it's going to be very close and and a part of your life this change that's needing to happen for your evolution that you've asked for and you're just having to be in a 
particular moment where all of this can take place and you've got plenty of help. I would also ask for help regularly. Just look up at the ceiling and go, I could really use some help right now. And it doesn't matter what the subject matter is. You can just say it generically because you have so many guides and we want to get them to work. We don't want them to be playing Monopoly. Okay. All right? <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thanks okay, for calling thank in, you. Alice. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. All right, now we're going to try Jean again in Whidbey Island. All right. Hi, Jean. Sorry we lost you. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened there. <laughs> yeah. So how, how's, how's Whidbey? Is it kind of cold there today, or is the sun cold out? and rainy. Ah, yeah. ah, okay. It's so, nice to be on a day like that anyway. Yeah, it is, actually. I agree. So yeah. what, what can I do for you today? I have a question about my guide, and especially in relationship to... Some work I'm doing with healing my body mm-hmm. and healing mm-hmm. my relationship. Yeah, that's that's the one that they're talking to me the most about is your partnership. Yeah. How long have you been in this partnership? Oh, about 18 years. Yeah. So it's you know it's just one of those things that isn't morphine in a in the way I believe would be healthiest for you. You know what I mean? I know. So, so I know you're doing hard work. There's no doubt about it. You've been dedicated to doing inner work for about five years. And in, per my perspective, I think inner work isn't your partner's favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. So, so here's what happens in partnership when one person wants to do the work, but yet in partnership we need both people, maybe not at the same time, but at some point, you know, each person needs to do their inner work for the for the relationship to evolve. And you've been doing all this work and the relationship isn't evolving. And I think it's that's one of the reasons why the health issues aren't evolving as well. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I get that. Yeah. And okay. and, and I yeah. love that about yeah. you that you know, you know, that you know, I'm not giving you this big surprise. You already know. I think your instincts are accurate. You, you need to really look at what is going to be the best for you as an individual regarding this relationship, whether it's staying in the relationship, taking a break from it, or ultimately ending it. It, it, at least the way that it is right now, you know, like becoming friends or something of that nature. I, I want you to really, as you look at, maybe take a piece of paper and make three circles on it. And we've got only two minutes here, so I have to hurry up. Eric's waving yeah. his fingers at me, which is a good thing. So, uh, so, you know, maybe one is stay in the relationship. Maybe one's take a break. Maybe one's end it and see which one feels the best. Okay. And then once you know that, just kind of put your energy in that direction. You don't have to like go end it tomorrow, but put your energy there. Don't let the feeling fade. Allow yourself to continue to feel your joy. And I think your health is going to recover once you know for sure which direction you need to go to. Can you see guys? Yeah, you have nine. So uh-huh. nine's that magical number where you're kind of sick of the earth plane. Um, but, but also means you're a very, very old soul. So trust your instincts, trust what you know. And if indeed you decide to end this relationship, things, you know, of course you'll meet new people and have new experiences and things will feel better. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a wonderful day. I wish you great health. Thank you. Thank you, Marie. You're welcome. Thank you, everyone, for calling in. I am always honored to have people call, of course, from Washington, but also outside of our area. We're one of these lucky shows where we get people to call in from around the world. So thank you so much, everyone. I wish you a fantastic day and joyful blessings until next week. Bye-bye. 